any um, podcasts of the week. I've been getting through a lot of podcasts this week. Um, I know we're going to do a bit of a review of what podcasts we've done because we've had some enjoyable chats. Um, I've listened to a few good ones, uh, both recommended by you. What is your favourite podcast of the week? Ugni. I actually, I, I actually really enjoy the one that I sent. Um, I know it's James, not necessarily the James Smith podcast, but like it was controversial for sure. Um, yeah. But I quite enjoyed the authenticity of it. And I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it because I think it it's definitely a different type of chat than what we have. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom, did you manage to catch any of that? The Pormore one? I didn't, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, so I, I, re- I actually really enjoyed it. I think um, listening to him was quite intense. Like he's, you know, he's yeah. one of those blokes, he's bipolar, isn't he? So he's, he's very full on. Um, not that all bipolar people are full on, but that was just his personality. Um, I first liked how obviously Paul Moore had worked with James Smith and um, I'll sort of explain it so Tom can get an idea but basically yeah. James Smith is renowned for using the C word and stuff isn't he Tom like on social media mm. but actually <coughs> that's why James Smith's become so popular and he worked with Paul Moore it's basically a niche you know there's a niche of people that don't mind listening to that stuff and it's like it's it's a group of people that are, are very like real like, <coughs> like realism like almost it's what, how everyone speaks, so why wouldn't he filter what he's saying? And so there's obviously the population that won't follow him, but actually there's a proportion of people that if he beats his exact self, then he will get a big following, and that's exactly what he's done. He's just done his thing, you know, produced content, and like Paul Moore like, made him realise that. So that was the first really interesting thing that I found. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Like Again, just like being yourself and tapping into, there's always going to be a niche like for, for your interests, you know, there, there's gonna, there's always like imagine like in the world there'll be there'll be three three of other people like us talking what we want to do, but just very rare. But there's always going to be pe- people like with similar interests. So he was able to tap into. That. I thought that was really good because he's he's well successful, now, hasn't he? Yeah, no, and, and I, that's what I found really interesting about him as well. Is like he he just hasn't changed. Yeah, and it just shows that. It, I guess it for me it just showed there is a. A, yeah, like you said, there's a, there's a niche for everyone. Um, but B, just like you don't need to, you don't need to adapt and no, not not adapt. Adapt's the wrong word. You don't need to conform. Um, conform, conform. conform yeah, yeah. yeah. That, Again, that's, that's that's it. Like conformity uh, in later on the podcast, mate. That hit me hard because it, it conformity. Um, you know, it links to uh, being yourself, uh, insecurities with yourself because you're conforming to what other people. You, you you're conforming what other you think other people will think of you. So yeah. like. To not conform, that hit me hard, mate, and uh, I noted that down because that's a big thing for me. Um, definitely thought, worth watch and listen. Sorry, um, it says it's definitely worth a listen. It's just I think it's just really interesting. Part like it's just it's um it's a refreshing uh, viewpoint from from him. I mean, I, I, he's got a podcast, right? If, if I'm not wrong, or yeah, I think so. And then he's he got a book. His book was only on Audible, I think. Like he just so he could get it out there. Obviously, he knew that. Um, the book could help people especially in lockdown so he wanted to get it out as quick as possible get out yeah nice um, what was the other thing I told I spoke to you about Uggs um, what the other pod I know about Paul Mort pod I, I messaged you on the group that was the other point I was going to make I forgot I think yeah. we just, we talked more about how it was how it was just very real more than anything I think yeah, um, um, I can't remember. Um, but that the conformity thing, 
And um, yeah, I think he's quite like, you know, go hard, go home type thing, which, you know, people in, but I liked how it was, wasn't using the superstars, you know, we, we, it's more accessible for us to read, you know, the big stars in the game or whatever. And so, you know, Matthew McConaughey, for example, we're going to read his story because of him and his personality, but actually he uses stories from real life people. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I'd listen to him though. I'd probably read it. <laughs> you might bring yeah, it. I, think, I think a book, uh, yeah, it would be, it'd be a long old, a long old stuff, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Tom, move on to you. Talk to me about the Blondie podcast. Did you enjoy that one? Oh, it was so good. Yeah. I listened to all four episodes yesterday. <laughs> nice. I don't know, it was just, man, it's going to sound really weird, but it's a big thing, like listening to someone's voice. And I feel like if someone's got a good voice that you can listen to, then you can listen to it. I think it's so much more pers- personable. I reckon it can have a deep connection within you because you're hearing it directly from his mouth. It's basically like his story to, to you. It's like you're having a conversation with them, but it's one-sided. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like, just it felt like I was listening to music. And he, he's, um, he's a skateboarder. And, and, and uh, he owns his own... Uh, Fat, uh, clothing company called Thames and, and he's been in that scene he's only 23 but he's been in that scene for a very long time and he's just like one of the, again one of those people that's just really authentic and feel like he's in the last uh, he, he's he's come like full circle from from when he was I don't know he, he speaks very openly about him being addicted to drugs and things like that and now he's he's completely sober and and yeah, I, I think the issues, well, not the issues, but the topics he chose and, and I think the first one's called about sincerity and, and sincerity is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately and, and having substance to your own life and, and speaking with sincerity um, and and it was just like, the first one was really, really good and, and the way he spoke about it, he's very articulate in, in in the way that he he conducts himself, and and his choice of words is also he just sounds like a very intelligent bloke. And I think I think I know I'm just talking about him for like a, the way he sounds, but it it's like I agree with a lot of the stuff he says, and, and um yeah, nah, he's, he's definitely an intelligent bloke, Tony. I think there's a lot to learn from it. Um, but yeah. The- Go. What are you saying? I didn't catch what you, like, you said. Just the last bit. You cut out. No, I didn't. Wasn't saying anything. Oh, I was just saying that uh, doing those those uh, walk and talk videos on Instagram. Oh, he's like, mate. He's like, it's not just his voice, Tommy. It's, it's what he says, mate. Is like he talks about very real things like politics and and you know influence of social media and and all these. And he, he's just so intelligent in the way he articulates himself. Um, like. Mate, yeah, he's he's a, he's a special bloke, isn't he, Tom? And um, it's yeah, it's been added to my list of podcasts to listen to. I'm looking forward to that one. But he, he was basically doing these walk and talk videos, Alex, and of just right. in the park, and he's like, "Look, I need to I need this to be a bit more formal because he was just he was just with his AirPods in, wasn't talking, wasn't he, Tom? And um, <laughs> the videos were were getting longer and longer. So um, I think yeah, he's a uh, it's obviously cool. He's he's. I, mean, I think the Adidas sponsorship is sick, Tommy. Totally, eh? The superstars he does with Adidas. I think as well, like he, 
he has um he's found he's found a, a, a niche like he, he skateboarding I, i'm not in the skateboarding community but i know I, I i follow his brand and i follow like the sort of the the fashion aspect of his his career and like he's just very sincere as i said he's just he's just 100% himself and and something quite admirable about him admirable mm-hmm. about him and um yeah and i, I think as well as it's, it's he's got a cuz he's got such a huge following his um the way that he gets his uh audience involved as well is is really good so um yeah it's just a completely different point of view that that any of us would have would have really um have thought of you know coming from coming from business and and sport and things like that it's just it's just very different so Mm. yeah just 100% recommend and and it's just yeah very very good I was just going to say, it's interesting though, when like um, all the people we talk about are people that are really authentic and almost like a true to themselves where there's, there's like a shift in mindset, isn't there, for people that you actually want to, you want to follow. I guess like, you know, five years ago or so, it was very much like you're trying to follow the dream of people who kind of live the live life, um, quote unquote, um, I guess like, you know, in that sense, go on me. It's like it's like that that pie chart. Yeah, I, I think there's definitely. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. Go on. I, I was going to say I think there's definitely a, a continual trend between all the people that we follow. With it being there's um, they they're not trying to be anyone else. There's there's a there's a, a definite authenticity behind them, and and it's something that. Again, it's one of those things. It's so easy to say "be yourself," but to actually execute and 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 do is is an, is another completely different matter. But you know, it's it's always worth walking working towards, and and uh, it's it's hard to tell someone how to be themselves. But you know, looking at, at uh, people like that and aspiring to be these people that, that we're that we're looking at is is one of the ways that I think is, is you can do it. Um yeah. I also think as well like sure. if if we yeah like we're listening to a lot of self help people and and uh, personalities within well it's pretty much social media isn't it? Like we get most of our news and want to listen to people through via social media. It's um it's kind of yeah the authenticity um through it that we're going to listen to them, isn't it? Yeah. How about you, Sammy? What what pods there? What pod did you? I was just. What you I was just on that point. I've just made there. Um, I was having a chat to mum and dad yesterday about this. Like, I don't know what I want to hear your thoughts on, like the news and media in general. Um, in my stillness book, Ryan Holiday speaks about you know the, the world as we know it changed um, when twenty four seven news, live news, you know was created and they could fulfill that because we get yeah. stuff just um, given to us as, as it's happening and half the time it's there's nothing to report on. So therefore we're just consuming just absolute rubbish. And obviously there's certain things that are important to, to keep up with life, but um, I'm, I find it very hard. So for example, like 
researching for general election or you know like the brexit vote I, I find it extremely hard to gain unbiased opinion on on the real real uh things that are happening and actually matter yeah. um and and ryan holiday has this sort of mindset that you know if, if the news is important enough then it will filter down to us through conversations like the media is just what well, we know all know how biased media media is with different newspapers you know bbc and the rest of it so um i think that's i'd be interesting to see your point of view I, I think yeah just having getting news you know i've, I've logged out of twitter this week because twitter you know there's obviously good stuff on there good comments but there's so much shit on there that you have to sift through yeah. it's the good stuff so i'm having a bit of time off that at the moment because it's just one of those inputs where i really don't need it and it's not benefiting me so i'm just you know i'm, I'm taking it out yeah. well um i'm yeah. being interested to hear your thoughts about it that. It's really just a point. Literally, I went on a walk with my friends, shout out, Rosie, um, yesterday, and we literally talked about this point, and it was like, um, it was about just the general the general gist of, of news, but not necessarily just news, like exactly what we talked about, so the, the biased viewpoint of how something comes across. We were talking about, um, it's getting to the point now where, because information is so one-sided, and you sort of consume it as a, you know, as as a consumer, right? That's 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 who we are. We're the, we're the people that buy the product, um, but obviously it's free from a news perspective. It almost like it's almost going to get to the point where you're going to stop having conversations between interested people because you're going to have you're going to have your viewpoint that's given to you by you know this yeah the, the news in that sense. And, and if you and if you listen to it and you at a young age or, or not even a young age, but like if you just listen to consume it because that's what you think is true because right it's the news. You, you're like. This is this is these guys getting paid just to tell us this, um, and I think it's got to the point now where there's no context to anything. Like, and and yeah, you can go in, a, in as controversial as possible on this topic, but it's the point where um, you know if there's no context to something. You're not you're not going to want to speak to someone who has a different viewpoint, not because you're not interested in listening to them, because you don't think it's right. And I almost think it's it's so negative. Um, the way it's done because you know you don't it's, it's sad to think you're going to live in a world in a couple of years that no one's going to speak to people with different personalities because yeah they're, they're just they're just in their little group and they've got their way their way of thinking um you know i find the topic really really interesting because it's uh i don't know I, I didn't really listen to the news for a long time um obviously when when covid etc happened you had kind of had to didn't you because that was that was that that was what it was um but if you look at the news and like you look at the things that happen in the world around it and I think my, my biggest takeaway is always if you think about what you hear from the news you think about things you've done research on and how different they are and like how different um in terms of extremities you know diff- different cases whatever it is um that, that, that's what I always think about but but yeah mate, I, I, it fascinates me because I genuinely believe that we are in a situation where it's going to go downhill massively and I don't know the reality is people look at Instagram more than you sometimes and the smart shit that's spewed on that it's uh, it's it's you know polluting um, people's minds yeah I, I agree with that completely I also think that it's just people just wanting just like a money grabbing sort of business and unfortunately people would rather give people false information than be sincere and, and actually give like just yeah tell tell the truth almost. I'm Absolutely. not saying the Lord always lies, but 
I don't see how a lot of the things I read on the news are just literally like <laughs> something's happened, bang, straight away. There's like an article on it. People read that. How how do they have all of the information about that event within thirty seconds, like half an hour of it happening? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just it's hard. To, it's, I think the news is very important, but it's just <laughs> as you said, there's 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 not enough news to sustain it happening all the time. No, and they just fill time half the time, Tom, and with rubbish yeah. and, and stuff that we don't need. Yeah, I mean, there's always a lot of important things that are, are done on the news, and again, it's like limiting your input as to what you read. Like, obviously, there's extremely pressing matters that that when they're covered uh, I think deserve the coverage that they get um, like last week for example you know with with, uh, with the amount of shit that went on last week it was I think it was important for that that to be to get to get a decent amount of exposure but then I, I don't know it's just like I, I can look at this from two ways and be like there's I don't know. I don't. I don't think the news half the time they 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 take a lot of things out of context and and shove it in people's faces, and that's what people believe. Um, Being disruptive is going to get the the views. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't mention about the business. Um, I can't remember what else. I can say. Fuck. One job, Sam. Yeah, I know. I, I literally had it as I was as I was just closing down that, and then. It, I believe in you, mate. I've got, I reckon you've got this shit. Do you want me to, can I speak? What did you say last, Uggs? I said, I said about the, just the business thing. I, I, I said more, so my, my, I was talking about Piers Morgan being, um, obviously he stuck, he stuck to his guns and he didn't conform and then you talked about disruptive marketing and yeah. that's the sort of and, Yeah. And, and again, you know, influence of social media, everyone has a voice. Everyone has a voice. Um, yeah. And you know these these they almost use you know sometimes the, the public because everyone has that accessibility to make a comment. These news channels are using that using that to fill in the gaps between the live good news and the shit. You know, Thomas. Yeah, I mean it's a dangerous game, isn't it? Because you know, see, uh, the ex president of the United States. You know, I'd say that he was he was one of those. Uh, people that spoke his mind and uh, it shows you like the position of power that, that it can get you and it's not always a good thing yeah. probably at that point Tom um, but you say it's not a good thing and I'm not saying I'm obviously I'm not I, I, I need to be careful what I say obviously in terms of the job that I do um, but uh, yeah, did you see how much of the news did you see that was good of Donald Trump and what he, and what, and what he did good? Because he did a lot of good for that country um, compared to what he did bad. And you just see the bad stuff because that's what, that's what the people want to see. And that's what we're talking about. Like the information that's get, that gets fed to you is literally all the shit. You don't get fed all the, like, the decent stuff that he's achieved for, for the country. That's the thing. Fucking censorship. It's not sent well. Is it censorship? I suppose it is, in a sense, restricting media and and only only showing what what the what the news companies want to. 
Um, again, there's there's a lot of parallels between the <laughs> the social media influences and and the media companies, eh? There's there's kind of is it kind of is the news now, isn't it? Like like I said before, like you think of what's his name, Doctor Alex, is it the the guy from Love Island, the doctor yeah. from Love Island. But in reality, he's, he, he is the epitome of social media because he's you know a job that, I guess, probably a couple of years ago, you would never dream of it being coming from like an influencer perspective. He's taken that job and he's now influencing the younger generation. But you know, where, they, where do they get their, where do they, where do they get their information from? Instagram. <laughs> like it's such, a, it's such a powerful and important job to have. Yeah. Um, Whereas now it's just it's coming through a a route of social media which never ever would have. But do you, but then would it get more reach? Um, no, obviously, I was talking about this the other day with me, and um, I think it's, I don't I don't necessarily think this is this is true. But but a lot of social media people do what they do to gain followers, and they'll do what people want to see. So contradicting this idea of authenticity, I I don't think big statement here. <laughs> That's good. I like it. It's good. To I think that, that what's his name, Doctor Alex? Yeah, is is doing that for for a, a sense of authenticity. I think he's doing it because he has ulterior motives. I think. I, I, I I believe I believe that I I I don't know if he he's. I think it's really good the fact that they have a, a position like that now. But I I don't know if he's doing it because of, of for the, the the greater good as 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 you might put it. Well, it's the thing you you only know him because of his social. What media. your thoughts on that? You only know him because of your social media profile. Type. Exactly. This is the thing. So exactly, but I, I, I completely understand why you're making that judgment, and to a certain extent, yes. Why wouldn't he use that platform to do? But it's the thing, isn't it? He's using that. He's doing good with his platform. But how many influencers like him are doing good? I, I, yeah. I honestly can't think of any other person who's got yeah. his um, his status in the world of social media in the UK and are using it to that good. Like I don't know. But I know. I, I, I just think that the, that position, that position of power, it's not not power. Sorry, that's the wrong word. That position, that, that considering how important mental health is at the moment, and and it's a, a real pandemic. I, I I think in in young people especially, and and it's it's something that I, I don't think <laughs> that. How, how do I put this? I just feel like it, there should be a, a, a another element of professionalism. I'm not I'm not knocking his his professionalism, but it's just like he he he's been on on. It's like it's again it's the similar sort of thing. Like Donald Trump was a celebrity before he was president. Like yeah, and that probably helped him to get to president. It's the same. Yeah. At the end of the day, Doctor Alice is a doctor, like the millions, the thousands of doctors in the UK, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and, and and the reality is, you know, I'm sure there's people more you know more qualified, but who are just as passionate and just as capable of doing that job. But but, but they would never get like to Sam's point, they'll never they will never get the opportunity to do it because they didn't go enough Ireland. <laughs> That's the reality of the world that we live in. Um, 
which is sad. It is really sad. But as well, on that mental health point, Tom, it's like there's never been, it was mentioned in Paul Mort's podcast uh, with James Smith that me and I listened to. It's like there's never been more support for people. There's never been less of a stigma towards mental health. No. But yet the rates are still rising. And I really liked his point that talking isn't enough because people yeah. think talking is okay uh, because they see the social media influencers just saying, make sure you talk. That ain't enough, mate. Like, yeah. the crux of it is, if you are unwell, if you are depressed, you need professional help. And that's yeah. And I know the talking is the right step, but I like the way Paul Moore was saying, look, people are, you know, it's like, uh, what did he use it? Uh, not scapegoat, but, um, you know, people are just, just, just saying that because they're jumping on bandwagon. You know, the amount of people you say are oh, mental health advocate. Fuck does that mean? Fuck off, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what, what are you doing do you have a mental health qualification are you are you qualified to help people yeah I've got well, I, I think that, that like when when Fergus says that he obviously he does a lot for November but he was really good in saying like yes. he, he, he's not qualified to, to he can he can relate to people because he's been through those experiences but he can't he's not qualified to be able to tell people what to do and, and, and things like that he, I think the way that he went around that is the right way. For sure. And, and yeah. I was just going to say, I think, I think it's just a really good point. It's something that I've, I can't, can't, I think it might have been a book or it might have been a book, but I can't remember where I read it, but it was that idea like, but mental health as a, as a, as an issue, not an issue, as, as a, as a problem yeah, great to talk about it. And obviously, you know, if you can talk about it, if, if you can even talk about it, great. Um, but there needs to be so much emphasis on the solution. And that's where I think um, it can be an issue having someone of social media presence in this position because the reality is people will say, are you okay? Um, to sort of a few people, like, great. But yeah, the next step of taking... Um, Taking hands into your own matter and actually taking that help scenario like that's that's where you solve yourself. Um, mm. I just think it's really just point. And even that, even that Ronan Kemp um, documentary, like that's a great great step in terms of like raising awareness. But again, it's about the actual next step. Like it's great to talk to people, and I think that's really therapeutic. But it's invisible at the end of the day. You can hide yeah. it. You can hide it. Yeah. Um. Again, we're talking about the news and, you know, you're only seeing the bad news. You know, how many stories are we seeing about people that have overcome depression through the big social media, you know, players? Like, Very true. the good news that, okay, I was like everyone else. I didn't, I spoke to people, I thought I was okay. I didn't, I realised I needed more help and like professional help, got it, and I'm now smashing it. Like how, it, everyone wants to jump on the bad stories because they're the ones that get the news in. They're the ones that will, you know, well, in the case of social media, it's a bit different for news, but social media is building a following, you know, maybe a sympathy vote here and there. But how many of the stories have been promoted? And, you know, I know the awareness is getting there, but yeah, I think I think just the good stuff goes amiss so much. And the same in the news, they jump on the bad stories so much. That we alluded to it earlier. The, 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 the good stuff really, really does not come up often and as it should be. Hey, really point, though. Like, I, I remember listening to. Matthew Perry Chandler being on Friends and like he'd gone through some mad journey when he was at when he was when he was um on the show and I only found out about it the other day but I was like this is a guy that I probably watched for a million hours 
in my living room yeah. thinking this guy is like you know my favorite person in the world and why why on earth you wouldn't use that as a story of look look yeah he's gone he's literally he's in the most positive he's on the best show in the world big statement um you know he's, he's probably loving life and yet he's going through a horrible time and like now he's still smashing it again like that, that that's a story i want it yeah i'm personally interested in that story because it really shows you know where your uh mental state can be when you know you're living you literally live your best life um and i was like i just i couldn't i honestly couldn't believe that it wasn't broadcasted or it's not been talked about more because for me personally i'm sure i'm a lot of those people i've watched friends like you can relate to that can't you you can relate to seeing this guy who's killing it and live like you'd, you'd love to be in shoes but he's just gone through this madness I, I, honestly i genuinely couldn't believe it when i heard about it yeah, this is a another interesting point that I think sometimes on my own, just in my head. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, it's the the uh, yeah we have media as in um, the news and and that media outlet, but then like you were saying, Agni, the media of of uh, television and and uh, films and that sort of media how how much of an impact do you think that has on, on people as well so this is like obviously i'm closer to the film world to an extent but like my like my dad writes obviously writes his own scripts he is pretty like he every time he writes a script he wants to do it for a reason like um whether that's raising awareness for child abuse or whatever whatever, whatever. um I this anyway, so I'm sure I can talk about it. Um, and, and he and he normally gets he he'll get like people won't view his films because it's real stories. Like people don't want to listen or hear about real issues. They want to listen to like mindless shit, but it's going to make people laugh. And and, and like that that's always stuck with me because it's 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 um it's a really interesting perspective of cited because you know he yeah, for example he wrote a film around child abuse and no one no one like no one wanted to confront that issue they just wanted to like they wanted to see the fun the happiness and, and all that um so i think films in particular uh can play a massive part and i think there needs to be a social responsibility on film on filmmaking because like you said a lot of people watch it and a lot of people sort of look i mean how many films do you watch um, and you go right wow like you've learned something from it like, like I said it's really stupid but like I watched Suits when I first moved to London and I literally learned like I look, I watched, I was watching Suits I bought my, my my personal suit based off what the guy was wearing and I was like I literally thought of like parts of what he was thinking in my head when I was doing real business so <laughs> <laughs> genuinely um, and do you think there's a um, there's a certain Obviously, you said just then that that like you were you almost basing. Sounds like you're basing your your business experience of this fictional character. <laughs> it was. Do you think <laughs> that that can? Well, sorry, not do you think? I think that that can that also be portrayed in in a negative light as well. Um, I don't I don't think it happens all the time, but. Um, I was I was speaking with, about this to someone about the the sort of misogyny that that happens happening at the moment and um, like that that has to come from somewhere, you know. 
the, whether or not that's that's the their their parents who who aren't doing enough to to say to their uh, to their well, the, there's a certain sort of role that, that media has has played in in this continue continuation of, of misogyny or or, yeah. or or just other other I think, matters. I also think there's just a massive industry behind it. I'm just going to turn my full window down because I don't know who's up, I don't know who's outside, but um, I'll come back to what that I'm making. I'm going to try those teas actually. Can you also get me a yard hat, please? Can you get one for me? Go on. Um, I was going to say, like, I, I, I completely agree with you, but I also think like there's just really obvious industries out there, like, like pornography. <laughs> it's <laughs> the biggest industry on the, on the internet. It quite literally is probably half the root of a lot of problems. Um, but you're not going to shut it down, are you? Like, you can't shut it down. So. Like I said, I, 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 where does where does the line get towed? And I mean, I've never been on the on the black web or whatever it's called. Is it the, the dark? No, sorry, the dark web. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm sure there's like I'm sure there's hundreds and millions of, of horrible things that you don't want to see. But yeah, I think I think I think a lot of people sort of like to think it's problems around other issues, but you know that that's that's available to anyone, right? And, and if you get influenced by it, <coughs> unfortunately, that's that's you, isn't it? That's you. You're a guy. Wow. Um, I um I spoke to uh, Kate and sister this week, um because she did, she's doing a piece on uh, feminism and and certain things, and yeah, it's kind of it's kind of related. Like, you know, she's speaking about surfing and how you know she was less influenced to go surfing with her brothers because her brothers were there basically, you know, and for her in the family thing, it was not necessarily, um, because, you know, the dad or whatever didn't think that, um, she could go surfing. It was more like a safety thing. And it kind of, it kind of comes to the point where there's in society, you know, like you say, there's still misogyny rife. There's still, uh, rife. And it's kind of like, Again, where there's a line drawn because you can't expect it should be. You know, we've all got moral values, so therefore we have no issues between women. We think we we should be equal, but it's like we can't. It's 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 an unrealistic expectation, which is sad to think that it's an unrealistic expectation to think that there will no be there will not be any misogyny or um you know the hatred towards towards the other sex and obviously that goes for a lot of things but it kind of relates in that point. yeah, I, yeah I, I think it's a really good point because I think it's interesting I like I said I had a conversation yesterday with Rosie and then we talked about that this sort of point and um, she I don't know how to articulate this without being controversial but she um, she was like talk, she was basically talking like she obviously she completely agrees um, but the viewpoint from her which is really interesting was like you can't you can't re- you can't really have all these viewpoints, sort of not viewpoints, opinions from a from that side of it. Like obviously, I don't, I'm not I'm not a female, so I don't know what it's like. But she was like, as a female, like how many times do they, or how many times has she, uh, you know, flirted with a f- phone career to get to get things down or like stuff like that. Um, and and it was really refreshing hearing that point of view because 
I think I think there's just I think it's just different different races and it's not different races, different sexes and there's yeah you, that's just the reality of life. How do you how do you then go about? Obviously, from, I think from a job perspective and all that sort of like wealth and all that, um, I think we've got a lot better as a society. But you know, you, I guess there's, my point is you can't really change too much because, like you said, it's, it's unrealistic to think the world's going to change in, in, overnight. It's going to be a long, long, long process. Whether that's our generation, I don't know. Um, I don't think that's that's like yeah, I, I agree with that. But there's no reason why we can't aspire to to be in a in a, a society where it's it's not as pre- prevalent as it is today i, but I think we are I, I mean i think i think our, like what you like us around as we are but how do you then change someone else's view like how do you change an older generation or a different generation I, that's what I'm, that's what i'm saying i think i think eventually yeah the way people are growing up now like i think the transgender movement's great i think all oh, like, the, the yeah, general sorry. I, I yeah, I agree with that. I think that that, that it eventually it will get to a point where our generation will be in a position of 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 power that that understands more so than than the people in parliament. Us, I don't know. I, I don't mean that, but in 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 more of a, a generalized sense, that that the will you know, like the the people in in in. Parliament at the moment, there is there is no one, I'd say, our, our age, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's a generation. And when our generation yeah. the politics, you would have thought that, that our, way, way, our um, ways of thinking will, 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 will transfer in, into to society, society that way as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, 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 it's, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I think I think you make great points. I think that is the reality of life, and you, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the fix would be to change once. You, you like the reality is when you get to a certain age, or you, or you, or you've been through life, or you feel like you've been through life, you know, for 55, 60 years. How do you then change someone's mentality and? Um, idea around stuff whether you change two or three people great but you've got like millions to do and it's it's just not like you said Sam it's not it's, I think okay, this point's great because it's like it's not realistic because you can't do it all, all you can do personally is control what you, what's around you and as long as you're putting the right behaviours out there and the right thought process hopefully you just hope that it'll trans, um, yeah. transform I think that's that's the thing isn't it you've got to do con- control what you can control and and you can influence the people around you, then then that's 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 what you need to do. It's, um, that sort of viewpoint is from the the chin paradox. It's, it's, it's half a thing, you know, that monologue in your head. Yeah. And why haven't they done that? Or you know, it can be as simple as like what we're talking about with the misogyny and the sexist stuff, which is hugely prevalent. But also, you know, someone's driving like an idiot. You know, we can't expect everyone to drive like well. This is the thing. It's unrealistic expectations to have everything the way we want it to be, and it can relate to that. And um, in the book, it's really interesting because you know, that saying that and having that uh, view towards things just releases so much uh, anger um, that it is unnecessary. Obviously, there's there's a place for it in certain times, and and obviously there's certain situations where you have to stand up and use that anger to as a as a platform and to to correct people and things, but. Again, it's that unrealistic expectation that not everyone's going to have more values, and that's just the reality of life. Yeah, I, like I, I completely agree. I think 
and that's why I also think like when we talk just sort of circling back to the news point that you made at the start like yeah, the reality is it's going to be people out there that you just can't change and it's bad things are going to happen it's it's how we it's how we choose to portray that information and how we choose to tackle it head on like that's that's what we should be focusing on you shouldn't be focusing on trying to change the world because you can't <laughs> like I'm sure you know all these cases that you hear about these are mentally ill or you know they've got they've got a motive and you're not going to be able to change that generation like I, I always think about if I'm getting mugged if, I, if I'm walking home and I'm getting, about to get mugged I've got two options here I've either got to I'm either going to be like take my stuff and and you and then and at that point I'm going right you can keep mugging me for the rest of my life or I'm going to you know try fight 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 guy and make a point and that's 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 how I was looking at life like you know you've got you've got you've got options to either just be like yeah take take all my stuff and, and go and it's going to keep happening or you just confront it and like you confront it head on there's obviously going to be a, a downside to that because you know I might get I might get shot or stabbed yeah fine but at the same time there's going to be an upside if this guy's never going to mug someone again right so yeah. long-winded way of saying that but um, risk management isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just having, it's just having the, the balls to do it. Um, Again, though, it, it doesn't give. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, there's a certain. Uh, I don't, I don't really know if I've sort of mis, misinterpreted your point there, and like, I do agree with it. But there's like, you, there's no excuse for. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, again, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm not in any way saying it. It should happen. Like, but my point is more around: can you really stop someone doing it? I don't think so, because obviously, there's recent cases have other other scenarios attached to it, which is ridiculous, and that, that just can't happen completely. Like, you can't have someone in a position of power abusing their power one million percent. But I'm saying more so, like in general life, how do you stop? How do you stop these people? You like there's bad people in the world and like you know some people just if you look at their point of view they're just trying to feed the family or, or whatever or you know um you don't know, I don't know why you don't know yeah again you don't know their moral compass you don't know what they've been through i think that's that's another really interesting topic it's like what is an honest living <laughs> you know because at the end of the day, a lot, a lot of people... Podcasts, a, a sole subject on, that's a big subject. Yeah, but, you know, I, I'd briefly say, like, there's... <laughs> end of the day, people are trying to feed their families. Like, I I, I wouldn't say that, that being a, a banker or, or someone like that is any more honest than a drug dealer. Massive statement there. Big, big statement. You know, it's, I like it's, it. At the end of the day, like <laughs> they both got the same motive of feeding their family. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think I think you touch on it like it. This is a massive topic, but I guess just to quickly sort of give my two pence on it is like that's what I mean. And, and you, like you, re- the reality is, unless you know someone personally, you know what they what they're trying to do and trying to achieve. Like the reality is, I think the drug the drug community in the UK really intrigues me because. It must be fucking scary knowing every single day if you don't if you don't shift wherever you need to shift you're gonna die. But that's the reality of their job. Um, and you talk about high pressure jobs. Just getting more high pressure than that. Like don't you like you, you sell sell this I'm gonna kill you. Like that's that's the mentality. And obviously from that 
And then you kind of see why it escalates into horrible, horrible stories. Because if you've got that pressure on you every single day to, to do that, um, how do you then, you talk about like justification and stuff, which I'm not talking about, just, I justify people's actions, but you see why, you can see why it happens. Get me? Um, I think, I, 